Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Denise Brown, your host of Your Caregiving Journey, a talk show that helps you as you help family members and friends. It's Monday, March 13th. It's 9 a.m. Central Time and we're live out of a snowy Chicago. The last time we had snow like this was the day after our National Caregiving Conference, which was the day that everybody was trying to get out of town. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. So anyway, just brings back great memories. On that particular snowy Sunday, three of the conference attendees and I went downtown to our Chris Crindle Market. I'm not saying it right, but I'm just going to keep moving through, which is our um, market that we have in downtown Chicago just during the Christmas holidays. And it's based on the German idea of this open market where you can get something to drink, something to eat, and you go through booths with clothes or accessories or different types of Christmas items. So we went downtown and Lily, who you know from caregiving.com, is from California. So that was really her first snow. So it was fun to walk outside, spend time outside in the snow. So this morning's snow is bringing me back great memories of our National Caregiving Conference. Just a reminder, our second one happens in November. It is not a coincidence that the second one is happening in December rather than in that is happening in November rather than December on December 4th when we had all that snow and people had a hard time getting out I thought oops never again in December so it's November 10th and 11th Friday and a Saturday and I'll tell you the agenda is coming together in a way that will wow you so we'll have the agenda posted by the end of the month Registration will open. We'll have an early bird rate for you. And as we did last year, we'll have contests throughout really every month leading up to our conference to help you get to our conference. So we have a contest that's starting today that encourages your family members to organize a break for you to come to the National Caregiving Conference. I'll have information posted about that later today on caregiving.com. Just a reminder, our next podcast is actually right after this one. So we have a podcast at 11 a.m. Eastern Time this morning. It's our Monday morning podcast. We start out your day with good company and good conversation. So join us on today on your caregiving journey at 11 a.m. Eastern Time this morning. We started a podcast series about working and caregiving, and we continue that podcast tomorrow morning 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Linda Kanicki, who cared for her mom in her home for 16 years until her mom's last few months when she transferred her to a nursing home. And she's going to share how she kept her career moving forward as she cared for her mom. And that podcast is part of our special series that's related to our special event that happens in Chicago on June 2nd. It's the Working and Caregiving Summit, and we're going to get together and have conversations about the impact of caregiving on the workplace and vice versa. We'd love for you to join us June 2nd in Chicago. You can find more information about that summit on caregiving.com. Those are the updates for you. So joining me this morning is Holly. You know Holly because she's been a regular on our podcast for just about six and a half years. Is that yeah, right? That's right? Yeah, that's 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> so Holly cared for her husband, Dave. She cared for him until his death in January of 2006. No, 2015. Wow. Two years ago. Last month when Holly joined us, we talked about basically these last two years. We did kind of a reflection on what life is like after caregiving ends. And that led us to a discussion about labels. We started talking about Holly as widow. Is that the appropriate label? How do you feel about a label like that? So this morning, we're going to talk about labels generally. So welcome, Holly. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Denise. Let's backtrack a little bit and talk about the label of caregiver. Did you call yourself caregiver when you were caring for Uh, Dave? Yeah, no, I I would. um, Sometimes I would in a blog, but um, Mm -hmm. I, it was I, I think I used a general term of caring for my husband. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, it, you know, I was, I remember being on a, on my bike and, and, and it just hitting me that, you know, who, like, who am I? And I was thinking, am I a caregiver? Am I a physio? Am I a mom? Am I, um, you know, am I a daughter? I mean, it was just, it just was uh, um, powerful. And I just started sobbing because when you wipe away all those labels and you get down to, because this is what the journey did to me. It, it, it really, um, it, it allowed me to be more vulnerable and it allowed me to shed layers that I had been keeping intact throughout my life of being strong. Mm-hmm. But it is so, like it was eight-year journey, and it, it was so long that it, it wore me down. And and at times I just went, okay, I, I just I got to stop this fighting. I'm I am going to go with it. So so as far as as the label caregiver, it's it, um, it's like what I've told you before. There were times when I used it as um, I kind of hid behind it. So I used it when I didn't want to go out, um, say at night, or I used it if. I wasn't getting somewhere with the telephone people and and that they didn't understand that I, you know, needed I needed this service and I said, But you don't understand, you know, I'm my husband got this and, and I need this <laughs> and I just realized that. Um that it does get people's attention. Um, but I had to be careful that I didn't use it to get attention or to get or to have people admire me because of what I was doing, because it um, I wanted to stay grounded and I wanted to to stay um, I wanted to stay in the situation of you know this is this is how my life has changed and and this is what what I'm going to continue to do and and it isn't just me giving to, to to Dave. It was Dave giving to me as well. If I if I could actually just stop and 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 look at him, because I I feel that caregiver is a one way, like it's a giver, it's not a receiver. And yet I was I was receiving valuable lessons from him. And anyway, that's my thought oh. on on that. Okay, so that's so interesting. So there's an ad that runs that is a from a pharmaceutical company, it's a medication that helps persons with Alzheimer's. And so it gives moments of time when something changes because of a disease process. 
Saturday, March 16th, was the day my dad forgot to brush his teeth. Tuesday, June 13th, was the day my husband couldn't recognize his granddaughters. And then they say, that's the day I became a caregiver. And I can't decide what I think about that because I think what's interesting is to go back to that moment where you thought, "What's who am I if I have all mm-hmm. these labels? Mm-hmm. One of the reasons that I use the same descriptor that you do, I help my parents, I care for my parents, I'm not my parents' mm-hmm. caregiver, is because I feel like that paints me into a corner and then that's all who I am. Yeah, very good, yes, yeah. And that's not all who I am. So when I see a commercial that mm-hmm. says, that's when I became the caregiver, I think, mm-hmm. I, you know, for no. guess, I guess for some reason, right, I, 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 and I still have a hard time articulating it, but for some reason that seems to me that you become someone who isn't all of who you are. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you take on maybe additional responsibilities, but you still remain, for instance, I still remain Denise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to change my I name because I, t- because I take mm-hmm. on new and different responsibilities. Right. What and that's what think? it is. It's responsibilities. I, I, I feel that whatever label is put on you, it's, it's a responsibility that you've taken on. So you've taken on, like for me, I took on parenthood. I took on, um, I mean, I came onto this world, and some people would say, well, I took on being a daughter. But, you know, that, that, that I had responsibilities as a daughter. And, um, and you know, I got married, and um, I became a physio. I became a life coach. You know, all those things. I like to see it as, who are you at the heart level? Like, really, who are you at the heart level? Those labels can be so, you know, it does. It puts you in boxes. And then people think they know you by those labels, but they don't. Right. Exactly. Except here's something that's interesting. If I were a mom and I'm not a mom, how would I would I have the same reaction to being labeled as a mom? You know what? I kind of think I would because I want to. I I want to be Denise, and I I suppose that's right. related to my own personal journey of just trying yes. to find Denise. Who is Denise? Yes. When exactly. I am Denise, how do I act? Who do I? Who, we, who do I spend yeah. time with? What are my values? What are yeah. my priorities? That's exactly right. You know, people, um, they talk, there's, there's, there's um, several friends that I have that, that almost live their lives through their children, and they talk to their children all the time. And, I rem- and, and there's been a few people that say, well, how come you don't talk about your children very much? Like, you know, where is so-and-so? Where is, you know, Kyle, where is Amy? And I just, it doesn't, I, I, like, I'm their mom. They've got their journey. I, I, they don't define me. And and so I'm I absolutely love our relationship and um, but it it in no way defines who I am. Yeah, right. And I love that insight that you shared, which is then people make the jump as to who you are based on that label, That's and right. is that really the right jump? Mm-hmm. There are some realizations that I have when people talk about the fact that they are caring for a family member. I have an insight into what they may be going through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That helps me better understand them. Mm-hmm. 
but that doesn't necessarily tell me who they are, right? Because they oh, may no. approach caregiving in a much different way than I do. Absolutely. That's exactly right. You know, so it, when it, I, it, 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 yeah, sorry. So when I see that commercial, I want to say, but they are more than that. Mm-hmm. So why mm-hmm. take away who else they are? We don't see mm-hmm. a commercial like that when a parent becomes a parent, right? We don't <laughs> we don't see a commercial that says my baby cried and needed me and that was the moment that I became a mom. And maybe it's not fair to to compare those two because they are apple and oranges. They definitely are. I I fight very hard against the idea that we parent our parents. I really dislike that idea. I just, I guess when I see that commercial, it feels like it takes away from that individual who's providing care because mm-hmm. that's right. not all they are as a caregiver. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, it reminds me of, of um, I've heard this, this line so many times, when you know one person with dementia, that's all you know is one person. So when you meet one caregiver, that's all you know. Everybody has a different way of caring for whoever needs their support. Um, they respond differently in different situations, and their their makeup, their personality will be different. It will change as as the journey goes on. And I I just I just don't that that's the um, that's the pitfall of of these labels, and I know that that here in North America, we want to know what people do. And when we find out what they do, we have either elevated them above, above ourselves or, or feel superior to them. And, um, and, and yet in Europe, they don't ask. They just ask how you're doing or, you know, whatever is the day. They don't care as much about what you do because it doesn't matter. It's not going to change their view of you. They're looking at you for you. And that's what I want that's what I, that's who I want to be seen as I want to I want to be seen for for my heart I want to be seen for my my kindness my my um curiosity my interest in other people's stories my need to be and help other people that's what I want to be seen for not for the labels yeah yeah our attributes our characteristics yeah mm-hmm. and you know and, and whether, I think it yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, and, and and whether you know, we can talk up a good, we can talk up a good conversation, but you know, what? How do our actions match? How does our behavior match what we say? Exactly, exactly. And I think the other challenge that we have during caregiving is keeping ourselves right. We get lost to the role. Mm-hmm. And it it takes up so much of our energy and time and worry and stress that we forget who we are. And so a lot of mm-hmm. our work is bringing back who you are, allowing you to redefine who you are given these new sets of responsibilities. And so that label caregiver, I think, is taking away from who you are. Mm-hmm. 
<sighs> yeah, because hmm. yeah, I, I, um, I feel that throughout, throughout the journey with Dave, and it was about the two-year mark, when I had to really look at, um, like that's when I, I paused enough to stand back and say, okay, what's going on here? And, and, and that was a time for self-reflection and a lot of inner work. And, and I have talked to other people caring for their spouses in, in similar situations. And I said, I, you will be surprised. You may not even recognize the person you become because of this. And you will change. You will evolve. And, that's, and I'm still evolving. And without my, the experiences that I've had, it's, um, it's, it's really shaped and who I am, and it's allowed me to be so much more okay with who I am right now that I don't have to change to fit into someone else's um, image of what I should be. I used to. I used to keep up that strong image, and then it was just, it became too great. And now I, I don't, um, now I, life is so much easier in, in, in that way. I mean, and there's still a lot of challenges living alone, but uh, anyway. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that label we don't want to be, you know. Yeah, right. So what do you think of that? What do you think of that oh, label? I just, well, the first time I heard it was about six months after Dave passed. I had never thought of myself as that. And um, my sister-in-law, like Dave's sister's husband, passed away. And she said, oh, God, it's terrible to be a widow. And I, and I went, what? And, and she said, well, that's what you are. And I, and I said, well, I don't see myself as that. Like I, I, that label just doesn't, it, it doesn't seem to fit. And, um, and so when I go on, to, when I have to fill in forms or... You're going to love this. I'm on Internet dating sites. <laughs> and I have to fill in my status. Married, never married, divorced, uh, currently separated, uh, widow. And I uh, have to put widow. And I'm going, Are, wow. Well, that's the only truth I have. You know, I don't. there's nothing else I can put. And so what I'm finding, too, is that there's some men that will put that down. And then when I communicate with them, it it's it's false. They put it down as as a way to get women. Apparently, that's a an attraction. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, it's pretty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a linger. Oh. Oh man. my goodness. Life after caregiving. Holy. <laughs> First, I think it's awesome that you're on online dating sites. Yeah. I think that's yeah. terrific. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you have to um, go for what you want. You have to go for absolutely. what you want. Absolutely. And I and I I would like a, a partner. And who knows? I know that they, there's lots of scammers out there, but hey, there's lots of real people like myself out there too. And however that's going to be, if I don't, if I just sit here and mope about it, that's not going to happen either. So I'm getting out there, but also, yeah, <laughs> why not? It's another opportunity to learn. Yes, absolutely. So when I when I think about having to answer those questions, mm-hmm. you know, you're single, you're divorced, you're widowed. Mm-hmm. To me, I want to scream. I'm available. 
that all I need to be? (laughs) I'm available. I'm available to love. (laughs) Right? Uh, That drives me nuts when I have to. Yes, I'm available. available. That's exactly right. (laughs) Yeah. Why do I have to be anything other than that? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Other than those men that are on there that are lying and they are married, but the ones who are like the sites I'm on, you pay for it. So. Um, yeah, if they want to throw their money away and have a look around, go right ahead. But uh, but the majority aren't. You know, they 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 say you know they are what they say. Other than the widowed, but um, um, but yeah, they are not satisfied with where they are, and they want they want to share their life with someone. Really. Yeah, I I it kind of drives me nuts when I have to label myself as divorced when really I'm available. I'm available, yeah, and exactly. now. Yeah, I just want love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or or ask, right? Ask me what I'm looking for. Is it I mean, I also think they ask you questions about is it a, you oh, know, a oh, casual oh, relationship? Do. Yeah, are yeah, you looking for a commitment? How are you? Yeah. Yeah, I want to share that. I'm happy to yeah, share yeah, that because absolutely. that's that's how I connect with someone who wants the same. Absolutely. <sighs> and then you have to tell a little bit about yourself and then who who you're looking for and and, and yeah, it allows you to kind of step back again, examine, you know, what, what is it that you really are looking for? You know, what, what, what is missing in your life? Yeah, which is a good thing, right? Because it does help you focus on what it is that you want. And when you are yeah. going out for what you want, you want to be focused. Yeah. That's what yeah. brings you what you want, that focus. Yes, yes, and clear. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. are there labels that you like? Holly, can you think of any labels that you think, okay, I, yeah. I'm i going to wear that? And I don't know if I would call it a label, but I like descriptions. So if somebody, if somebody comments about my kindness or somebody comments about my ability to um, see my way through problems or, mm-hmm. you know, it's more the description that, that really, um, that, that, that feel good. And uh, rather than the labels, I I would say I probably get. Hmm, yeah, I don't like labels. I, I just that's just how it is. Um, I know that we we need it to to box people in, but mm, I yeah. there's so it, it, there's so much more. And if people need to get below those labels to really see the person, right. I was looking at something this morning, and gosh, if I can remember what it was, where it was kind of a question about gender, and I thought, well, can't I just be a small business owner? Why do I have to be a gender? Right. Absolutely. Well, we can get into a whole new topic on that one, too. Yeah. 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 What does that matter? Yeah. So I want to go back to that commercial. Or it's that moment in time for the person with Alzheimer's who's the spouse or parent, and it's a changing moment in time. Right. And what if that commercial moved away from the label of that was the moment when I became a caregiver to that was the moment when I knew that, yeah, okay, so what is that moment that I knew what? So how would you end that question? So for, me, that mo- so for me, yeah, for me it would be that was the moment that I, that I felt the weight of the responsibility for another human being. 
Yes, right. Why not really go to the heart of it? Yeah, because that truly is how each time Dave progressed, that reality would, uh, I, I, I understood how important it was for me to stay healthy enough because I was the soul, like I, I was the main person um, that was going to help him through till the end, till he trained. Yeah, and right. So was a little bit heavier. Yes. So why not go that way with it? I know mm-hmm. it's not what the pharmaceutical company is selling. <laughs> I no. get that. They're not. They're not I, selling. Uh, no. Yeah. They're not selling. No, right, art. yes. But I think it no. does a disservice to us to no. create a commercial like that and miss mm. the mark. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, because people buy on emotion, right? Yes, so if right. They, if, if, if somehow they can convey the um, what it feels like, what someone caring for a loved one, when, when those moments happen, what really happens to them? What does it feel like inside? They might yes. get more people. They might get more people's attention. Yes. Than just using so, that label. Yes. So here's something that I'm developing. So I have my certified caregiving consultant training program, which mm-hmm. turns that personal caregiving experience into a career. There are next okay. levels of training, and the next level of training that I'm creating is basically the impact of a disease process or a situation on the family caregiver because there isn't training around that. The training is all about the impact of a disease on that person, which is terrific. Oh, let's understand. Yes. yes. Right? Let's understand that. Yes. And then let's move into, but let's yes. talk about that impact on that family member who now has a variety of responsibilities that weigh on them or who sit in a situation that's like sitting in front of CNN and all the bad news. How do you cope with that? How do you manage that impact? See, I, I think they've got it. I understand that, that the person with the illness is, is um, less able to help themselves. I understand that. But without the without that without their spouse or their loved one taking care of them, they aren't they're not going to get the best care. Right. And when we were with the Alzheimer <clears throat> Alzheimer Society, uh, when Dave was first diagnosed, he was di- diagnosed with early onset frontal temporal dementia. Okay, so it's it's a early onset dementia form of dementia, and all the emphasis, most of the emphasis was on Dave, and yes. what could they do for Dave and what could they do for those and all the drugs that could help them. There was, yes. there was really, especially for our age, because I was in my early 50s, there was nothing, there was, there was no support other than an odd phone call. Yes. Um, how are you doing? That was it. So then when he was officially diagnosed with ALS, you, the, 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 and that's why I continue to support ALS, is that they have a chunk of their pie of their uh, their fundraising and it goes to the family members it it goes for you know to a counseling or to what do you need you know what supplies do you need what what do you need personally you know how can we support you and I thought hallelujah like you understand the importance and it's even more important because if you don't affect them 
you are not truly helping that person with the disease because that person with disease will die. And 30%, yes, of the spouses will die because of the stress assessment. So why can't we reduce those stats? And why can't we, and, and, and the ones that do survive, how, do they, how well do they survive after? They're going to be, you know, in the wake of that person passing, you've got five, seven, whatever family members left behind who are devastated. They need help during. Yes, absolutely. Right at the root. It's, they need it. Yeah, Immediately. So that's the danger with the label caregiver because that's all that person becomes, and that's not oh, yeah. all that strong, person yeah. is. Well, and it's a strong label, caregiver. So you're strong enough to care for someone else, and it's a one-way, it's a one-way label, mm-hmm. a caregiver. Mm-hmm. And and no, we we aren't strong. We have moments where we just want to cry. We want a mother to take to take over for us. You know we. There's times when we just doubt that we can even do it. And so where so that label does a disservice. Okay. I'm actually going to close on that because I can't add any more. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> okay, so just a reminder that Holly joins us <laughs> once a month. And uh, the days are changing, so you'll just have to bear with me as we figure out a new schedule. But mm-hmm. our archive is always available on caregiving.com. So if you miss the live show, you can listen to the podcast on Blog Talk Radio or on caregiving.com. Holly, as always, a great conversation. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Denise. Yeah, I am not a caregiver. (laughs) I don't know if that's a good thing to say or not, but you know what? It's really going to start to make me think about all the labels. Okay. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. I'm Denise Brown. Be sure to stop at caregiving.com. Let me know how you're doing. We always love to know. Take care. Bye-bye.